from Wish TV and the All Indiana Podcast Network. This is the News 8 Daily 8 Podcast with Wish TV's Kylie Conway. A Wish TV News 8 update. I am Kylie Conway and this is your News 8 Daily 8 for Tuesday, May 23rd. Another gorgeous day in store for us here in the Indianapolis area. Clear skies, quiet conditions, and very warm. Lots of sunshine with highs in the mid-80s. As far as tonight, we're going to stay clear and mild with lows around 70 degrees. State police say a trooper is not injured and a suspect is in critical condition after a police shooting at an Indianapolis gas station. It happened just before 5 yesterday afternoon at a Speedway gas station on Brookville Road, just east of 465 on the east side. It started as a welfare check on Zachary Cyphers. Cyphers' family reported he was making delusional statements. State police say that officers found Cyphers behind the gas station, but he tried to fight them. Troopers tried to arrest him. Cyphers opened fire. One trooper returned fire, hitting him. ISP believes a gun recovered at the scene belonged to Cyphers. Investigators also say they're reviewing body camera video as part of the investigation. And today, a court appearance for a man accused of murdering a central Indiana police officer. Investigators say Carl Boards II shot Elwood's Noah Shanavez to death during a traffic stop last July in Madison County. Boards faces one count of murder and other charges for resisting arrest and having a gun as a serious violent felon. He's due in court at 10 this morning. Also today, opening statements in a high-profile Indianapolis murder case. Prosecutors say Marcus Anderson shot Chris Beatty to death when Beatty tried to stop a robbery during the 2020 downtown riots. Beatty was well-known in the area and was a former football player at IU. Two others also faced charges in Beatty's death. Opening statements started 845 this morning. IT Made is following two major developments in the child pornography case against Kagan Klein. First, Klein is explaining why he may try to withdraw his guilty plea in an exclusive interview from jail. News 8's Phil Sanchez reports. I'm about to take a 20-year sentence. I want to see every paperwork, everything that's ever been said, you know. Just days after Kagan Klein's sentencing for 25 charges related to child porn was abruptly stopped, he's now telling at least part of the reason why. In an exclusive jailhouse interview, Klein tells our partners at the Murder Sheet podcast his attorney never showed him some of the evidence against him. Klein believes that evidence points to someone else using a social media profile to get sexually explicit pictures and videos of underage girls. He says it was likely his own father. If you've seen transcripts from my interview, I think in... I think it was 2020 with the state police. I mean, if you read that, you can see that they know someone else was involved. You know what I mean? They say to me they know it for a fact, 100%. I mean, I have. And what's crazy about that is Wednesday morning, I got paperwork that I've never seen. I've never seen that transcript. Klein did admit in that interview that he's guilty of seven of the charges, that he was lonely chatting with people online, and it spiraled out of control. I don't think anything I did was okay. And like I told him, I'm not guilty of all those charges, but I am guilty of stuff. You know, I did talk to underage girls. I'm not saying I never did. And I told him about 100 times, you know. But, I mean, some of the stuff I've seen in some of those images, it's like, man, it's crazy. And then, like, the state police, the state police post when I was getting interviewed, they told me some stuff, and I'm like, come on, man, I would never do stuff like that. It's just sickening. State police also say Klein's Anthony Schott's social media profile had contact with Libby German in the 24 hours before she and Abby Williams were murdered in Delphi in February of 2017. 
Kagan Klein has never publicly been named a suspect in that case. He did reveal that he met with prosecutors handling the case against Richard Allen, who faces two counts of murder in the Delphi case. He said he doesn't know Allen. No. No. People said that he worked in Peru or lived in Peru around whatever year. I can't remember, but someone on some podcast was saying, oh, well, he lived right down the road from him in 2000, I think, four. Like, dude, I was 10, nine or 10 years old. How, why would I know a drunk man? You know? Again, that was Phil Sanchez reporting. You can listen to the full interview with Kagan Klein on wishtv.com right now. Just look for the story in the As Seen on Wish TV section of our website. Also from my teammate, Klein's attorney is asking to be removed from the case. Our IT mate confirmed Andrew Aikie filed a motion on Friday to withdraw as Klein's counsel less than 24 hours after the pair were in court. The filing does not explain why Aikie wants to withdraw. Klein's due back in court June 1st. His sentencing is scheduled for July 27th. However, a change in legal counsel could delay those dates. Perry Township schools have a new way to keep weapons out of school buildings. The district's board approved a new weapons detection system yesterday. Officials say students will be able to walk through without stopping. Staff will only pull students aside if they need an additional check. The $1.5 million system will be installed at Perry Meridian and Southport High Schools. School officials say they hope to have the system online by mid-September. And this Sunday's Indy 500 will not feature Dreyer and Reinbold Racing driver Stefan Wilson. Wilson was involved in a turn one crash with fellow driver Catherine Legg during yesterday's practice. He was taken away on a stretcher. According to his team, Wilson suffered a fractured vertebrae and will not be allowed to compete. He'd qualified for 25th in Sunday's race. And our driver analyst seems even keeled about his crushing Sunday disappointment. Bumped out of the 500 by a teammate as time expired. Graham Ray Hall tells us everything happens for a reason. He said on social media yesterday that he's heartbroken, but thankful for the opportunity to compete every year. Sports director Anthony Calhoun talked to him. Ray Hall made it clear he holds no ill will toward Jack Harvey. If Jack was going to beat me, he was going to beat me. I mean, it's fair and square for all of us uh, in every car. I know everybody would just automatically assume that, oh, you know, Graham gets, <laughs> gets the best stuff. He's going to get the nod. The reality of the situation is all of us are in great cars. All of us have great sponsors. The best man or woman needs to get in, and it wasn't me. Ray Hall tells AC he'll be back next year with more motivation than ever. In the next several days, we'll see the driver spending time away from the track, visiting with fans at events. Two-time winner Takuma Sato signed autographs and posed for pictures yesterday in the Garage Food Hall on Mass Ave. Sato will start in the eighth position on Sunday. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash acquire. That's linkedin.com slash acquire. Terms and conditions apply. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy are again calling their new talks productive, but there's no sign yet of a deal on the debt limit. The pair met Monday and promised negotiators would stay on the task into the night. A June 1st deadline looms to raise the country's borrowing limit or risk default on its debts. If no deal gets done in the next 10 days, the Treasury Secretary warns millions of people will feel immediate effects with retirement and veterans' benefits put on hold. Economists also warn it would move the country toward recession and could lead to large layoffs. Another Republican joins the race for president. Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina officially launched his bid for the White House yesterday. Scott won re-election by 20 points in November and says he has more money to start his presidential campaign than any candidate in history. He joins an already crowded field of candidates seeking the nomination, including former President Donald Trump, former United Nations Ambassador Nikki Haley, and former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson. Federal prosecutors are issuing a subpoena to the Trump Organization regarding its business deals in foreign countries. That's according to The New York Times. It reports investigators are seeking information about deals in China, France, Turkey, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, the UAE and Oman from when former President Donald Trump was in office. At the time, the Trump Organization claimed it wouldn't strike new business deals with foreign countries while Trump was in office. The Trump Organization has not commented on the subpoena. The former advice columnist who won a $5 million sexual abuse and defamation suit against Trump is asking for more money. Attorneys for E. Jean Carroll filed the amendment to a second lawsuit against Trump in federal court yesterday. The lawsuit accuses Trump of doubling down on derogatory marks about Carroll after the verdict. It asks for another $10 million. A judge has entered not guilty pleas for the man accused of stabbing four University of Idaho students to death. Brian Koberger appeared in court for his arraignment yesterday. He told the judge he understood all of the charges against him but declined to enter pleas on his own behalf. Experts say it's uncommon but not unheard of for defendants to stand silent in criminal cases. Koberger is charged with burglary and four counts of murder for the November 2022 killings. Prosecutors have 60 days to announce whether they'll seek the death penalty. The trial is scheduled to begin October 2nd. TikTok is asking a court to overturn Montana's ban on the app. The company filed a federal lawsuit yesterday. It argues the law is unconstitutional violation of free speech based on what TikTok calls unfounded speculation that the Chinese government could access the data of users. The suit also argues that the state of Montana does not have authority to take actions on national security matters. The state's TikTok ban is slated to take effect January 1st. And to business headlines, Rocket Mortgage rolled out a conventional 1% down home loan program. Rocket's new product comes on the heels of rival United Wholesale Mortgage rolling out a similar program. Dubbed OnePlus, a buyer using the program who's purchasing a single-family home and whose income is equal to or less than 80% of their area median income. Beef and chicken prices are lower in price this Memorial Day than last year. That's according to AG Department data. Also, Sam's Club is offering $15 off a membership to the Wholesale Club for Memorial Day. Aspira Women's Health has found a way to diagnose definitively endometriosis. CEO Nicole Sanford says it can cause severe pain and impact fertility. The opportunity for us is significant. Uh, When you think about the number of women who currently uh, may have endometriosis, that's an immediate need for a diagnostic tool to help them understand if the source of their pain is endometriosis. With a definite diagnosis, that makes it easier for patients to get insurance to cover the expensive medicine to treat endometriosis. 
Walmart is partnering with veterinary telehealth provider POP to offer Walmart Plus subscribers free access to virtual veterinarians for a year beginning today. The company looks to better compete with Amazon and hold on to higher income customers by making its subscription service more valuable. Some veterinarians say pet telehealth could be risky for animals, while others say it helps bridge the access to care amid a nationwide vet shortage. Beer remains a big business in Indiana, even as consumers dabble with canned cocktails and hard seltzer. The malt beverage industry contributed $6.2 billion in economic output to Indiana in 2022, it's according to a report from the Beer Institute. Also, the industry directly and indirectly supports 35,000 jobs in the state. This has been your News 8 Daily 8 for Wish TV. I'm Kylie Conway, online at wishtv.com and like us on Facebook when you search Wish TV. This is the News 8 Daily 8 podcast with Wish TV's Kylie Conway. A Wish TV News 8 update on demand. For even more, on demand and on the go, connect with Wish TV on Facebook at wishtv.com and on the free Wish TV mobile app. Thank you for listening. And be sure to like, subscribe, and follow this podcast for updates every weekday morning on the All Indiana Podcast Network and wherever you get your podcast.